today on The Good Word, we're thinking about little kids and big shoes. You've seen this, haven't you? Maybe you remember doing it yourself. A little child comes across their father or mother's shoes and decides to try them on. It can be hilarious to see a toddler who can barely walk trying to keep their balance in a big pair of boots or a pair of heels. The child may feel all grown up in those shoes, but anyone watching from the outside can clearly see they have a lot of growing to do before they can fill those shoes properly. In fact, we even use that expression with grown-ups when an experienced person retires or leaves a position and someone new takes their place. We say, well, you've got some pretty big shoes to fill. As awkward and clumsy as a child in adult shoes may be, we do know they'll eventually grow up, and if they keep at it, they really will fill those shoes, just like someone taking on a new job or role can eventually leave their own big shoes to fill once they learn their job. When we think about our eternal destiny, it's easy for us to feel like we're small children walking in shoes made for someone ten times our size. We feel awkward and clumsy trying to emulate the example of Jesus. When he says to each of us, come follow me, he's not asking us to wear first century sandals and walk a dusty path, but he is asking us to walk in his footsteps. And it's okay if that feels a little awkward at first. He's not at all surprised when we stumble a bit as we try to find our balance and walk in a new way. That's how we learn. Some of our difficulties can come from the fact that we are mortals living in an imperfect world. Sometimes dealing with physical and mental problems that are the nature of where we're living now. Or maybe we've been good at filling those grown-up shoes for years, but find ourselves declining now in strength and ability due to age or other factors. But there is a day coming when all those mortal impediments to our abilities and our progress will be gone. As Elder Dallin Oaks reminds us, many of our earthly problems will be swallowed up in the promise of the resurrection that Jesus made possible for all. The reality and nature of the resurrection of mortals is evident. What a comfort to know that all who have been disadvantaged in life from birth defects, from mortal injuries, from disease, or from the natural deterioration of old age will be resurrected in proper and perfect frame. Because he lived and died and lived again, he has power over death and promises permanent restoration as our spirits and physical bodies reunite forever. And how do we know that can happen? As it turns out, there were hundreds of eyewitnesses to the resurrection of Jesus, from the apostles to large groups of people he taught personally. But the very first witness was a follower who went to the tomb where he'd been buried and found the stone rolled away and the body nowhere to be found. From Matthew 28, we read of an angel greeting those who'd arrived at the tomb and were confused. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye. For I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Mary and the others were understandably afraid when faced with a new situation beyond their experience, just like we may lack confidence when we try to walk in the footsteps of Christ without knowing the details of what may lie along our path into the future. 
But like little children climbing into grown-up shoes, given time, we can learn. The Lord's purpose is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of all mankind. And as His followers, we've made a commitment to hold up our end of the bargain, which is to trust and keep following. He gave His life because He knows we won't always be able to live up to the task. And again, that's not a surprise to Him. Our growth is part of the plan. And while He has certainly given us some mighty big shoes to fill, He's also the one who's there to steady us as we learn to walk the path back to Him. And that's the good word. Good word.